Hi, strangers. It's Devin. And Katie, and this is Shoulda Stayed Home. Before we get into any of our stories today, I wanted to remind you all, if you're listening, please tell your friends, your family, your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girlfriend, all of the above, anybody and everybody about our podcast. If you have any crazy stories, they don't have to be dating stories, please send them in. That's the only way we can keep our podcast going is by submissions. So please do so and you can submit your stories at www.shouldastayedhome.com. That was really smooth, the voice that you were using. Like, Thanks. is that your work voice? It is, yeah. Like, it should be, like, a hotline voice. Yeah, like, <laughs> hi, this is Katie's hotline of <laughs> hot love. That was really, no, that you're, you have a great phone voice. I think I could be, like, a sexy lady on the phone. That was translating, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, that was translating. Like, hi, this is Katie. <laughs> May I direct your call? Oh, you want to go to... <laughs> Pornhub, let me just slide you on over. Oh my god. <laughs> be very sexual, I think. I'm not like that in real life at all. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I've been told I have a boy voice, so I guess it's fine. You do not have a boy Well, voice. I have a very big stigma about it because when I was in high school, this boy that I really had a crush on said he wouldn't date me because I have a deep voice and I sound like a boy. So now I just think I have a boy voice and I don't like hearing it. It's cringy as well, fuck. He, he, okay, he doesn't know. You have a very feminine voice. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Glorious. <laughs> There's never a dull moment with us. No. <sighs> um, the stories we read to you guys are just like, how is this happening all the time? Are there any normal days, normal people? I think not. Um, no. Which is good. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's what will keep this alive. Well, today I'm going to try and tell a story from memory. Um, a while back, I was friends with this guy <laughs> who told me this really creepy dating story. And I wanted mm. to share it with y'all. He met this girl on a dating website. Um, it wasn't an app. It was kind of an Ooh. old school. Like a browser. I want to say like Christian Mingle. but that, Oh that, my gosh. That it wasn't, like farmers it, only it, or something. <laughs> yes. But like. Sexy. Um, you had to like log in and respond almost in like an email format. So Interesting. It was not like the apps that you get nowadays where it's just like send a quick chat because it's just easy to like 15 girls copy and paste the same chat (laughs) yeah no this was like really personal and that's kind of cool stuff so like he enjoyed that kind of like intimacy i suppose and um they didn't live in the same state so it was considered a long distance relationship um my friend was a bit of a free spirit he enjoys living life in the moment and takes a lot of solo trips and only really does things that he thinks are fun and not stressful so like fun jobs no office jobs kind of thing like Mm. he likes bartending and I don't know just being like around fun people and like having a good time so straight up living the life I would say (sighs) uh the girl he was talking to um seemed to be on the same page with all that and like understanding that he's not living in the same state and it would make things more complicated and he's a social butterfly um even though they had never met um sometimes I think the talking phase should last forever um because you like when you're talking with somebody like over text or like email or I guess even the phone like it's always exciting yeah and you don't because you don't know them yet right it's like mysterious you're not sure 
I feel like then the hap like it's exciting and like it just doesn't go away. And then like sometimes when you meet someone, you're like, ew. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> ew, I don't even like, and I just waste uh-huh. my time forever. So yeah, I don't know. Agreed. I, it's more flirty. I feel like yeah. But- because once you meet somebody, the vibe can be completely different than what you were feeling previous. And it can either burst your bubble or it can be the best. You're like, no. oh, damn. That's exactly how. Right. Because if you have like really good phone chemistry and like you're talking and you're texting and like everything's super cool. And then you meet up and the vibe is off and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You're like, this isn't what I was expecting. And then they're just like, and I'm really awkward in person. So like if you talk to me and we like have a really good time and then I like meet you and you're like awkward why are you why are you expecting so much out of me I told you I was awkward and quiet you're like, like I am awkward <laughs> I, yeah like respectfully I <laughs> respectfully like give me a chance to warm up but yes sometimes that just doesn't happen or like the the person that you're dating or meeting they're just like crusty and not like physically but just like I don't know shady. I've seen like some really cute guys like their profile on social media not that I've dated but like and then you've seen them like around, like for me, I would see them at the gym. Like we would both be at the same gym and I'd be like, oh, he looks way better on his social media page. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird how that could happen. You have like this idea of somebody and then you see them in person. You're like, oh, that's them. Okay. Well, not what I was expecting. Which, which sucks. Yeah. It's definitely like, shitty. In like your own little bubble, you're like, dang, but it's also like not real. And then you meet right. a person and they're just like every random guy that you meet on the street. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's just... nothing special. Well, yeah, I guess. And then, okay, so where was I? Um, they dated for a couple months and Valentine's Day was coming up and she had started to act a bit controlling um, mm. and wondering why he isn't texting her back quickly enough or who was he out with. Um, he tried to calm her concerns with his truths that he was hanging out with his friends and most of his friends already have kids. They're married. So mm-hmm. it's not like he was hanging out at like some rave or something. Right. It's like innocent hangouts. Yeah. Just like hanging with like, you know, sure. some baby. You're not going to be on your phone the whole time. <laughs> no. You're visiting. You're, yeah, exactly. And like, like he told her a million times, you know, mm-hmm. I like going out. I like doing things. I like enjoying myself. Like he's not going to be sitting at home after whatever work is being done like he's going to be out doing something Mm -hmm. um she tells him it's whatever and it's basically doesn't matter because she's thrown away his valentine's gift that she got for him and he's like oh that's a a little weird yeah red flags yeah and and he's like i'm sure it's okay if you just like take it out of the trash and she's like no it's ruined so like oh wow kind of a little bit like have you ever seen the movie misery yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, she sounds like Kathy Bates in that movie. Crazy. Yes. And, like, Crazy. honestly, it just makes me think that she was guilting him into feeling bad for, like, enjoying his life, like, and leaving her out of it too much, even though they Yeah, she sounds met. super manipulative. Hey, I got you a gift, but I threw it in the garbage. Like, grow oh, that's up. That's so weird. <laughs> if you were an adult and you get a gift from somebody and you throw it in the garbage... Not naming any names or anything, but I know somebody in particular that did that. And if you are an adult and you throw a gift in the garbage that someone has went out of their way to give you to make a situation better, to cheer you up, and if you throw it in the garbage, you are a filthy human being and you are totally crazy. (laughs) Not naming any names, but there's one specific person in my life that did that and I would just like to say it was pathetic. Anyways... <laughs> well, no, she bought the gift for him and then told him that she threw it away. She's a psychopath. That's so, so weird. She probably didn't even buy a gift well, for that's, him. Well, that's, yeah, like. She, she probably pretended. Just like to guilt him or like, I don't know, is it gas? Is that gaslighting? That's totally gaslighting. Okay, she sounds like a crazy person. <laughs> well, I mean, after that, he kind of like 
there was like multiple instances where she kind of just showed that she was a little bit more controlling and not happy with their situation, even though they have never met in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of distanced himself um, from her as much yeah. as you can when you've ever actually met someone. Um, but she still texts him and he still responds um, to some of them because he doesn't want to like hurt her feelings and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would just say tell her it's not working out. And be yeah, done. definitely. Just but, be like, hey, you know, like I'm kind of not feeling this anymore and maybe we're not on the same level maturity wise. Let's Peace out. Absolutely not what he did. So <laughs> oh, no. uh, he was planning a trip to the next um to the state next to the one that she lives in okay and he was going there with friends and he thought it'd be the best opportunity for them to meet. oh my gosh i know to meet and see if their relationship is Uh. worth pursuing so they set up a weekend um together and he would have to drive 10 hours oh my god from where he was staying in the next day over to meet her at this really cool airbnb that was on top of a mountain the only time i'm driving 10 hours is if there's a cool mountain i can climb not for a guy ever sorry that's crazy good for him though that sounds very committed of him i mean i guess if you like i can see that a long drive it is but for somebody that loves traveling yeah but like i don't know i guess i can see like that he would want to see if it's worth pursuing. Yeah. I guess. I mean, maybe like in person, it'll be like a spark that lights back up or something. Right. If you spend a lot of time talking to her, maybe. And that's the way that he like, it made it seem like they were invested in their relationship until she started acting crazy, which sure. And then he's like, Ooh, let me take a step back. Yeah. And so, um, in the, in the text, when he's driving there, um, she seems to be, like, really excited for their meeting and is acting totally normal, and normal for her, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah. And he thinks things will go well. Uh, they both talked about how they were going to take things slow and that it wasn't a hookup weekend in the slightest. That's um, good. He set boundaries, and she was fully on board with them. So that's good. He, like told her what he did and didn't expect and mm-hmm. like i feel like when that happens you should respect it respect those boundaries well you know how people are i <laughs> i do but like you could say that a million times and some guys will still be like let me shoot my shot and you're this, like no <laughs> and not this might sound sexist but when a guy is like hey i'm not looking to hook up and means it like i can't see myself trying. never hell no i would never ever ever disrespect Be, somebody like that like i just can't see myself like hey like let's, i don't even like really taking the first move because i don't want to be like be pushy i don't want to be rejected either so like, right i'm gonna if some guy is like hey i'm not in the mood to hook i don't want to hook up with you right away like i'd like to take things slow i will wait not going to be put myself in the position to be rejected because then my heart will be broken <laughs> and i would just personally wait until they say they're comfortable like i don't know well, that's, that's true you know also, i just feel yeah. like that's weird that's super yeah, I would never, if someone said, this is what I want, I would respect it. Like, I wouldn't push anything. But, That's true. But men are kind of like that sometimes, where they decide, oh, I want to push the limits and see if she really means it or not. Right. And like, Which I don't is know. so douchey. I mean, he set the boundaries, and she was fully on board with them. Um, he gets to the Airbnb, and it's nighttime, um, probably around 10 p.m., I think he said. And they were up on a mountain. Um meeting someone he's never met for the first time mm-hmm. um Sounds i feel like misery all over again i feel like this She's was gonna just, tie him to a bed or something it was not planned well like Ugh. it's just it's not a Sounds good very scary it's not a good idea <laughs> but but he he gets there and she's happy 
um, and things seemed to be great and they were going to make a late dinner together and watch a movie. Um, <laughs> we apologize. There's some squeaking going on in the background. Someone's being loud. Um, anyway, so uh, when he gets there, they decide that they're going to make dinner together and watch a movie. Um, she starts acting a little bit out of character, but practically throws herself at him, which made him feel very uncomfortable. And oh my he, was, God. he was confused because they had talked about what to expect from this night, and that was not a part of the curriculum. Ugh. Um, not cool. Yeah, so he's kind of worried and brings up the expectations and the boundaries that they had discussed previously. And she becomes very quiet. And puts on a movie that I can only describe as being similar to Vacancy. I feel like I've seen that. Is it a hotel and then there's like... Where everyone gets killed? Okay, I do remember. Isn't there like a one guy that's killing everybody? Uh, I think so, yeah. And there's like... like, Don't they find like a key number eight or something in like a garden or... I think that's a different movie. Oh, I don't know that I've seen this. Maybe I I feel like I've seen it though. I mean, Vacancy and the movie that you're describing is literally almost the same. Okay. Um, But no, he, Vacancy is like when they go to like this hotel, they pull off of the street. (laughs) They they pull off of on like this highway, husband and wife, and they check into this like disgusting vacant motel room and there's like nobody else around. And like basically they... In the next room, there's a guy spying on them, and they they get killed. I feel like I have by seen the that. guy, so it's like super creepy. But mm. like, she picks that movie to meet for the first time. What? That's the movie they were gonna watch. She picked it. She didn't oh even ask God. him what the movie was. She picked the movie and and she picked Vacancy and put it on right after creepy. he like right after he shuts down like her advances in a very like nice way because he's like has a very like soft voice and everything, and so. Um, not the best choice for a movie. Um, he felt Definitely not. so uncomfortable and nervous. Um, well, be, I mean, the movie choice and her behavior. Right. Uh, only then does he think that he's made a mistake. Um, of course. Because he never told anyone he was oh, coming to meet see? her. See, that's like when I met that guy at his condo. You could just be killed and no one will know about it. He's on a fucking mountain with little to no oh, cell service. No. He did not mention to his friends or family because he knew, uh, because all the, they already knew of their recent problems that they were having. So oh, he didn't no. even. You didn't want to hear any like, oh, no, why are you meeting her? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So that was like stupid um, again. But. But anyway, so here he is wondering what the fuck he's going to do after practically like pushing her off of him. So she gets up and she walks into the bedroom of the Airbnb and he feels bad for how things are going and that he's upset her even though they both agreed on what would and wouldn't happen that night. And reluctantly, (laughs) he gets up and walks into the bedroom to comfort her and he finds her standing facing the corner like a psychopath. Or the kid, or the kid in Blair Witch Project. No. In the basement, just staring. Absolutely yeah. not. I would immediately leave. <laughs> so, like, okay, naturally, yes. He's like, oh, great, she's going to kill me. Yeah. Uh, and no one well, will she's know. she's possessed or something. <laughs> what the hell? So, he kind of tried talking to her a little bit. Um, he was like, she was not responsive. She wouldn't respond. She wouldn't look at him. So, in that, like, in that split second, he's like, I have to fucking go. Luckily, all of his stuff was packed up by the door. He grabbed it and left, and he drove down the mountain as fast as he could. Um, I, I never asked if he heard from her again, but like 
that whole like have you seen Blair Witch Project yes like, that I, movie scares the fuck out of me I actually don't like that movie but that's the only, I don't either. that's the only scary part and where he's just like in the basement and I'm just like mm. I thought that was a real story for the longest time and then when I googled it and they said it was all bs I was like I can't believe they lied to me <laughs> this whole time i actually just watched that for the first time recently and that's, oh really like yeah so like when i remembered the story about her looking i was like okay yeah that's what it reminded you of <laughs> it reminded me of that because i no, i've literally i think i watched the blair witch project like for the first time or well i watched it for the first time recently but i've never watched it because everyone that i've always talked to was like don't watch it it's stupid so i liked it it was pretty creepy in my opinion i feel like nothing happened I mean, they're just running around in the, in the, I think the time frame that it came out, it was more creepy because it was first person. So if you watch it in the movie theater, it's, and it was like a, its own kind of movie because yeah. most movies yeah. weren't first person like that. So I think that's why it was more freaky, but now there's so many movies like that. It's not that like unusual. I mean, was there a Blair Witch? Like was there, or was it all just like, well, stuff? I don't know. I Googled the story and the place that it was filmed and all that it is all real, but it's just a, it's just a like a urban legend type of thing, well, kind of like you know like the Ruguru or like Dogman or Melonheads, yeah, okay. all those things. Melonheads. Okay. Well, the problem that I had with the movie is like you look, they lose their map. They the guy yes. throws the map in the river. Yes. Do you not know where the sun rises and sets? I know they they were like literally they're like, like oh my so god dumb. we're trapped. In my eight year old knows we're where starving. is east and west. <laughs> they're, they're literally sleeping next to a fucking river. Catch a fish. You're star- right. You're starving. Oh my god! Like everything- there's berries everywhere. There's edible plants. The sun is rising. There's mushrooms. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I fucking, I hated them. Anyway, I'm so sorry. I'm just like rambling on about this dumb fucking movie. But anyway, that was what happened with that. Don't meet someone you've never met before. Don't do it. Don't. Don't do it. Especially if they're acting weird and then you're like, hmm, let's still meet. Like, let's let's still meet in an isolated place and hopefully everything goes well. (laughs) Hopefully I don't die or get like chained to the bed. I, I'm just like, or something he's, he's like the lucky. guy in misery. Yes, he's lucky. Like it's like his he, legs broken. Uh, no, I mean that movie's great. I love the book. She did really good as a psychopath. Honestly, Kathy Bates is a she's bad bitch. Amazing. Yeah, she's a really good actress. Oh. In that movie, you're like, damn, she is crazy. She's probably like that in real life. I'm not gonna get anywhere she, with her. All of the movies she's in, she's got some crazy personality. I'm like, damn, like yeah, gotta be like that a little bit, don't you think? Well, have you ever seen a One Hour Photo? No. It's Robin Williams in it, mm. and it is an unsettling movie. He's like, he works in a store where they developed photos. Yeah. When that used to be a thing, which if you're a, a young a young person, oh, like we film. used to have to bring it to a store and they would <laughs> develop your your photos from a digi- um, a disposable camera and then you would get them. They'd call you and say your your photos are down. Then you'd Kodak go pick them up. Moment. Right. That was, the, that was the thing back in the day. Anyways, he was the guy that would develop the photos, and he started becoming obsessed with the one woman that would come in with her family, Ooh. and he was, like, in love with her, and then he was starting to, like, make doubles and keep the picture, but, like, put him in there instead of the husband, and, but it was, like, his performance in that movie was completely opposite from what he normally does. Oh he God. played it so freaking good, it felt like this was really him in real life. Like, he was this isolated depressed person in real life like it was very it's a crazy movie movie. i would highly recommend watching it i'm definitely gonna have to look that up it's a good one i love one hour photo yep it's crazy 
Anyway, <laughs> all right, next story up. We have a story from my cousin Ricky. Um, it says Rick, but I, I call him Ricky still because that's what I called him when he was younger. We're the same age. Thanks for sending in your story, Rick. Um, love you. And <laughs> I am going to tell his story for him. It is a pretty crazy story. And um, I remember all of this when it happened um, in Canada. So um, t- here we go. We're going to jump in. Um, It was June 11th, 2002, and I was a grade 9 student. If you're from Canada, by the way, we say grade 9, we don't say ninth grade. So every time I say grade grade 9, grade 10, grade 11, people are like, why are you saying it like that? That's because in Canada, that's what we call it. (laughs) Uh, It was the start of exams, and I had my French exam that day. In Canada, you were required to take French up up to grade 9. You also say university. I know. And I'm like, what? Well, because in Canada, university and college are two very different things. If you go to college in Canada, you're going to like a trade school, like electrician school or like plumber school. Oh. University, you wouldn't get a degree at a college in Canada. You'd have to go to a university. Okay. So they're two very different. So when people say they go to college here and they got a bachelor's or they got their master's, I'm like, no, you didn't. That makes no fucking sense, but okay. Because it's two different things in Canada. It's very different. So I was always confused about that when well, I moved here. When you were like university, I'm like, oh, she sounds fancy. I know. Everyone's <laughs> like, you're so fancy. But that's literally, I just, like, I didn't know that they were the same <laughs> thing here. Like they're interchangeable here in America. So it's interesting. Anyways, it was a cool morning. And like most days, I was getting myself ready for school as my parents left early in the morning to go work for a family business. Um, I would like to say a big rest in peace to both of my aunt, my aunt Lisa and my uncle Fred that are, um, those are my cousin's parents. They both have passed away. They were very hardworking people. They had a farm cleaning business some of the best people I've ever met. So I just wanted to go off the story a little bit to say that they were um, very good people and I miss them. So mm-hmm. um, I got myself ready for school, AKA I woke up as late as possible and dragged my ass out of bed to get dressed and shoes on to go wait for the bus. While waiting, I got cold and went back inside for a sweater knowing I was cl- cutting it close to when the bus came. I rushed in looking for a sweater. As I did this, the bus came. The bus driver slowed down to look in the house to see if anyone was coming out. At that exact time, I ran out out of the side door of our house. We never used the front door. Seeing the bus slowing down, I thought the driver had seen me. The bus was positioned in front of my house in a way that the back of the bus lined up with my side door. I then ran behind the bus to the side where the doors are. At this point, the driver started to pull away, thinking I wasn't there. I then panicked, not wanting to get in trouble for missing the bus and not wanting to miss my French exam that day. So I made one of the biggest mistakes of my life and started running beside the bus and hitting the side of it, yelling the driver to stop. Thinking of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man in 2002. (laughs) We lived in a rural wooded area. Yes, you did. I remember your house. Your house was so pretty. I miss it. Uh, There was no shoulder on the road, just a little grass, gravel, and weeds and that that were wet and slick since it was the morning dew. While running, my feet slipped and I fell and rolled. At this point, the other kids on the bus saw me and were yelling to the driver to stop. As she was stopping, I was falling. I went, when I fell, my feet went right under the bus. I remember telling myself to pull my feet up. The bus ended up stopping on top of my feet, tearing a hole in my left foot. Ew, 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 ew. No, no, no. And breaking my right ankle. Okay. Uh, 
My shoe fell off when I fell. They were too big and I had no laces. They were the old and one without shoes laces. I remember those shoes. I was wearing baggy jeans and when the bus braked, it pulled my down my, my jeans and boxers exposing me to the other kids. Oh, no. oh and my crush at the time. <gasps> oh, that sucks. And the bus who were looking out the windows, I did my best to cover up. And at this point, the bus is stopped and on top of my ankles and feet. The bus driver who was in shock ran off the bus. So I, I, I'm thinking this story got sh- cut short, Ricky, because I don't see anything after this point. Um, I apologize there, but I can tell the rest of the story since I know all about it. Since you're my cousin. <laughs> um, poor Rick, he got ran over by a bus and God. he had to have surgeries. And I remember and I recall the two of us meeting up to go camping that summer with our families and he was in casts and I felt so bad for him. Mm. Um, it was a terrible time for him, I'm sure. And I'm sure he learned a very valuable lesson that if you run and a bus is beside you, you might get eaten by the bus. And in this case, his legs got eaten. So I remember he had a skin graft on his legs. I remember he had he was in so much pain. I remember my my mom telling me this story and I was just like, how did this happen? Um, It was a pretty crazy time in Canadian history for Rick and our family, (laughs) but he's okay now. He's happy and he's got two adorable little kids and um, yes, but I appreciate you sending in your story, Rick. I'm sorry if there's more to it that we didn't get to. We're trying to fix our website uh, to make sure that we get all the story in, it might have cut it off. But if there was more to the story, let us know and we'll definitely finish it off on the next episode. Um, again, I'm glad you're okay and don't go running beside a bus anymore if and you do. Wear, have shoelaces. Yes. Tie your shoes. And have better shoes on that are that are fitting you, of course, as well. <laughs> but um, obviously glad you're okay. Sorry that everyone saw your penis back then, but that <laughs> oh, happens no. sometimes in life. And your crush was there. That's yeah. me. That's probably that would be very, very seen. unfortunate for sure. I've never, ever um, had anything dra- that drastic happen. I can't imagine the pain. Sounds terrible. I can't even imagine a bus being on my legs. Just stopping. Like, and you're like, get the fuck off my legs. I'm dying. Like, and, literally. And yet they're parked directly on top of you you're like get back in the bus and move like move 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 and don't back up onto them again just move forward can you imagine though like there's a bus on top of your ankles or your feet and like having them they're on it but like having them start the bus back up and pull away it'd be crazy you it would be crazy like that's just i mean like i don't that's uh, no like i've never had like that you know rick story is horrible that sounds like my worst nightmare i will say i do have since we have a little bit of time i'll share one story um with you guys when i was 12 my dad and i we loved to go camping um and we went camping in algonquin park which is in canada um some of you might know where that is some of you might not um but we would camp there a lot my dad taught me everything i know with the outdoors and i love the outdoors to this day um that night I decided I was going to sleep outside on my sleeping bag because it was really nice and the stars were out and I woke up with my eyes swollen shut and I thought, what the hell? And my dad's like, oh, you'll be fine. Just throw some ice on it. You know, like typical fa- parents in the nineties. They're like, your foot's falling off. Don't worry about it. It'll be all right. So we start hiking and 
it's with your, with your eyes closed with one of my eyes completely <laughs> shut so I'm, I'm holding an ice pack to it because we had our cooler yeah holding an ice pack to it hoping you know maybe i got like i don't know some sand in it or maybe it's a mosquito bite i don't know it's not getting any better in fact my eye is swelling more and i'm like what is going on um so we ended up catching up to a ranger that was walking on the same trail as us and he noticed my eye and he said that's a spider bite and i was like oh cool (laughs) and he's like he's like um it looks like a wolf spider bite and he's like you need to go to an urgent care or a hospital like right now you're gonna lose your eye so we had to stop our complete trip and we had to go to uh, a clinic they had to stick needles in my eyelid to drain (gasps) the fluid from my eye and i had to wear an eye patch for three weeks and i Luckily, didn't lose my eye, but they did say that there wasn't enough oxygen getting to my eyeball, and I probably would have lost it if I would have kept hiking and ignored it. So, like your dad said, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, that does not even compare to being ran over by a school bus. I just th- figured I'd throw that little story in there because it was um That's a good scary. learning moment. Yeah, it was not good, and I didn't oh. even feel getting bit, so I must have like got bit while I was sleeping and didn't know it, and then. Woke up with my eyes swollen shut. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's so bad. I can't. Well, no, it was I terrible. Have, I have like a weird fear of like sleeping outside with like nothing like on my face or like. Honestly, I haven't slept outside since that happened because I'm like I don't want to have that happen again. And I love sleeping outside because it's like a different experience when you're camping. But I'm like I don't feel like getting my eye bitten by a spider again. Oh, no, like or I don't something even worse. like having spiders in my room, let alone like crawling on my body outside. Right. The mm-hmm. fuck not. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So thanks again, Rick, for sending your story. Um, again, if it was cut off and it wasn't the whole story, please let us know and we'll, we'll finish it off for our next episode. We'll do a part two. But <laughs> part I'm two. glad you're okay. I'm glad that your foot and your legs are okay and you're not in a wheelchair. So those are the best things in life. And I'm sure your bus driver was completely uh, horrified for the rest <laughs> of their life. And probably I would not be a bus driver after that. I'd probably be like, I'm done. I've quit. Yeah. I am done being a bus driver. <laughs> but that's all we have for today. Thank you for calling. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank and you for calling. <laughs> why do I keep saying people are going to call and they're literally never calling in? <laughs> like, this is not like fucking a psychic line. Like, oh, why do I keep God. saying that? Please keep sending in your stories to our little itty bitty podcast so we can keep going. We love hearing from you guys. And that is it. Until next time. Bye. Bye.